You are listening to the Riverbend Youth Podcast. We hope this teaching deepens your relationship with Jesus and encourages you to share your faith with others. Please enjoy the message. I don't know about you, but in my head, I have all of this music constantly playing. Like everything I see reminds me of a song and I always have like song lyrics just popping into my head. And so in my brain, if you were to get into my brain, it sounds like this, listen. Yeah, and that's how it is. You know those songs? You know what I'm talking about? I know this guy really loved the heavy metal ones. You were just like, I saw you. Um, what you just heard were clips from the following artists. You have Pharrell Williams, Signs of the Swarm, <laughs> so brutal. Uh, you have Quavo and Takeoff, Adele, not Clyde, although that's what you'll call him, for today, and Doja Cat, the queen. Um, all of these songs make me feel a certain way, right? It's like every time you hear a song, it doesn't have the ability to make you just feel something, like an emo- you have an emotional response to it, right? And ironically for me, the song Happy does doesn't make me feel happy necessarily. It's more cringy. You know what I mean? The song that makes me feel happy in that playlist is the song by Signs of the Swarm. It's t- it's tough. You know what I'm saying? It is brutal. But to me, this this audio clip it it represents the constant roller coaster that feelings are. There, there's it's just constantly up and down. And I don't know about you, but like I can experience all of those feelings or all of those emotions in a day. Like I can be extremely happy or I can be super chill. I can be really stressed and anxious, um, or I could like not want to talk to anyone. Have you guys experienced this? Maybe some of you experience all of those emotions in less than like an hour, <laughs> and it's just, con- and it's exhausting. <sighs> I wrestle with it to this day. Like this isn't something that. I used to wrestle with and now I'm over it or whatever. Like the emotional roller coaster and the feelings, they don't stop. And I still think thoughts like this to this day, like will I always feel this way? And I don't know if you've ever had that feeling, but it's like if I've been in this stressed out state, especially as high schoolers, like, Will I, is it always going to be this way? As you look at your future, it's like, man, well, maybe there's just college or getting a job or like moving out or whatever is next for you. And that seems stressful. And then what? It's like marriage and kids. Like I look at Rin and I'm like, God, that life would stress me out. And it's just like, am I just always going to be stressed? Like, is this just my reality forever? Another question is like, why can't I stop thinking about this? There's a thing. And again, it could be future. It could be college. It could be dating or relationship. Like, I don't know. It could be what's going on in your family. It could be going, what's going on with you personally. Like, why can't I stop thinking about it? It's almost obsessive. Will this ever get better? It's kind of a discouraging feeling, discouraging thought. Am I the only one that feels this way? That's a thought that's like, you feel alone, which just perpetuates the feeling of depression and sadness and, and, and spiraling and the negative playlist that's in your mind. Well, 
I just want to share something with you that encourages me, and I have to remind myself of this all of the time. This is part of adjusting the playlist in my head, and it's true, and it's this. You're not the only one, and it's normal to have big feelings about lots of things. It's totally okay. In fact, it's something that humans have experienced for thousands of years, and I can prove it, and we're going to be in our Bibles, so go ahead and get to Ecclesiastes chapter 3. It's in the Old Testament, so you're going to be back there. In fact, um, if you have a paper Bible, dude, if you split it right down the middle, you'll probably hit the book of Proverbs, and you swing a right, and there should be Ecclesiastes. But... Uh, Solomon was probably the person who wrote Ecclesiastes, okay? Solomon is widely accepted as the wisest person to ever live. And he wrote several books and letters, um, of which we can read today. And so one of them is Ecclesiastes. And um, I love this book because I don't know if you know the meaning of Ecclesiastes. Like, it's not a word we use on a daily basis. But the word Ecclesiastes is where we get the Greek word ekklesia, which we've talked about in, in here before. And ekklesia is the true meaning of the word church. When I say church, I mean the fellowship of all believers everywhere. Like when you're coming together and you're, you're, you're in community with one another and everyone is seen and known and you're sharing time and it's like just a genuine true connection around the things of God, that's the church. You don't have to be in a church to be the church. You know what I mean? So that's the ecclesia, and that's where Ecclesiastes comes from. So basically, this book is in our Bibles, and it was written to teach us how to handle the ins and outs of the human experience, especially as it pertains to a God-centered worldview. Like, if you want to be the church everywhere you go, read this book. Now, there's this section in chapter 3, which is where we're going to be this morning. And Ecclesiastes chapter 3, starting in verse 1, Solomon writes this. There's a time for everything. I know. Like, and it all happens within an hour, right? It's like the roller coaster. It says there's a season for every activity under the heavens. There's a time to weep, and there's a time to laugh. There's a time to mourn which is what we're talking about next week. And there's a time to dance. There's a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. That was like a culturally accurate thing at the time. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Don't hug me. Um, or do. Uh, a time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time to war and a time for peace. As I read that, it sounds exactly like the audio clip I just played earlier. It's like, I'm happy. <laughs> like, it's just all over the place. But there are times and places for all of those feelings. And he's not saying any of these things are bad. He's just saying there's a time for them. There's a time for the feelings that you're feeling. And that's okay. And now this passage encourages me a lot, and I hope it encourages you, because it's a reminder of something, and it's a reminder to me that feelings aren't forever. So if you've ever felt like, am I always going to feel this way? Is it always going to be this way? No, it won't. It won't. If you're feeling sad, know that you will be happy again. If you're mourning, know that you will dance again. If you are experiencing hate, know that you will love again. Maybe you're thinking, well, that's really nice, Ren, but what I'm feeling is a really big deal. 
And I've been feeling this way for a really long while. So if it's really not forever, what do I do with it now? Because I'm in the middle of it now. It's good to know that maybe I won't feel this way forever, but it doesn't help me here in the moment. So I want to give us some things that maybe will. And in my experience, they've helped me. And so I just want to pass them along. Okay, number one is to talk to God about your feelings. And I know you're like, Rin, well, duh, like, that's so obvious. This is a church. You're a pastor. You have to say, talk to God about it. But like, really though? Do you? Have you? Some of us, we miss on this first very simple thing because we just write it off. It's like, yeah, what is that really going to do? What is that really going to fix? It's not going to solve anything if I just talk to God about my feelings. Like, who is he? Where is he? He's invisible. He's not here. He's not going to, like, make it better. But maybe it's not about, maybe it's about getting something off of your chest. Maybe it's about unloading some of the weight that you're carrying for once and putting it on someone who actually can because it's crushing you. It sounds cliche, I know, but just give it a try. Like you don't have anything to lose. Like, and I mean literally, like get into a place and talk out loud to no one. <laughs> it, like you will be surprised if you get into the habit of that or even just in your head. But if you're like me, you're too like ADHD to focus just in your thoughts. So I have to like speak out loud to God. You know, that's just me. Feelings, they're going to stay in the dark unless you shine a light on them. And God is the light of the world. So there's part of the solution right there. Number two, talk to somebody that you trust about your feelings. I think everyone probably has someone in your life that you trust enough to share what you're feeling with. Someone that's not going to judge you, someone that's not going to, to, to share that with anyone else that you can trust to keep it private in between you. And if you don't, we have a lot of student leaders here that are involved with Riverbend Youth that that is like our purpose is to help be some of these people for you. But there are people that you can trust around you. Talk to God first. Talk to a person you trust second. Because it's normal to experience dramatic feelings, like I said, but it's not normal to go through them alone. We were not designed or created to go through things alone. That's why God created more than just one of us. He put people in your life to help you carry the otherwise crushing weight of the feelings that we can sometimes experience. So number three, turn up the volume on your new playlist. See, because focusing on the problem gives it too much power. Focusing on the problem gives it too much power. Like if all you're studying and thinking about is like how to not go to hell or like how Satan is just all up in your business, just wrecking and ruining your life, you're thinking about those things too much. Instead, focus on the good. Focus on God. Focus on Jesus who laid his life down for you and the good things that you have and the positive things that are coming in and watch how it changes the playlist in your head. Just watch. It, it, these things, they don't even deserve our attention, honestly. Like, the evil things, the negative things, don't give them the, like, the joy or whatever of your attention. Not the satisfaction of it. 
Because it's like if you're trying to overcome a habit, but yet that's the only thing you're thinking about, you're thinking too much about that habit, and you're just going to slip right back into it because that's your playlist. That's a, that's, a, that's a tactic to get you to think about how to overcome something so much, but now you're just thinking about that thing you're trying to overcome so much, so now you're just thinking about the thing, and you're like, well, maybe I should just do that thing. It's a trick. Talk to God. Talk to people. Turn up the volume. I'm, notice I'm saying don't turn down the volume on the bad things. That's focuses on the bad things too much. Just turn up the volume on the good things. And eventually it'll get louder and drown it all out. That can all stay. Philippians 4, chapter, or verse 8. The Apostle Paul writes this. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on these things. He's saying, turn up the volume on your new playlist. I would challenge you to go this, go to this passage and put one thing under each. What is true? List something that's true. What's noble? Write something that's noble. What is right? Write something that is right and pure and go on and go on. And those are your things that you need to think about. That is your new playlist. Cycle those things in your brain, in your mind. Replace the negative thoughts and feelings and songs with these. Talk to God. Talk to people that you trust and turn up the volume. You can do it. It'll change your life. I promise you. Out with the old, in with the new. This was our first series of 2024, and I think 2024 is our year. I think 2024 is God's year. It's the year for your new playlist. Thank you for listening to the Riverbend Youth Podcast. To learn about our mission, gatherings, and more, please follow us on Instagram at rbyouth or check out our website at riverbend.com students. If you were encouraged by this message, please subscribe, rate us, and consider sharing our channel with a friend. Available anywhere you get podcasts.